you, your farm, your future, and most importantly, your time matter to us. Welcome to the Dairy Streamlit, brought to you by the Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, sister organizations fighting for sensible dairy policy in Wisconsin and Washington, D.C. The Dairy Streamlit is a compressed, high-level overview of a Dairy Stream episode. We focus on opportunities and challenges impacting the future of dairy. I'm your host, Joanna Guza. Welcome back to the Dairy Streamlet. Let us know what you think of this shorter version of Dairy Stream by emailing me at podcast at dairyforward.com. If you enjoy listening to Dairy Stream, please subscribe and rate our podcast. It is much appreciated. Today, our focus is on how USDA generates dairy reports and the impact on dairy markets. The long version with our guests Go more into detail, and it will be available on February 8th. Our guests today are Greg Bussler. He's the state statistician for the National Agricultural Statistics Service, and also Chuck Nicholson. He's the associate professor in Department of Agricultural and Applied Economics and the Department of Animal and Dairy Science at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Greg, could you start off by just sharing how NAS generates its dairy reports and which report is most popular? NAS uh, generates its uh, reports by surveying uh, farmers and also uh, dairy plants. And we uh, basically ask questions on production and prices received and those types of things. I think the reports that get the most interest by analysts and policymakers and everyone in general is what is the current milk production levels and what prices are farmers receiving? We want to make sure that milk producers are economically healthy and can stay in production. So we have the data. Now what? We give Chuck a call. So we have Chuck Nicholson with us. <laughs> Chuck, can you briefly share how you analyze the reports and how they determine dairy markets? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> These data that Greg talked about are really important for decision making throughout the dairy supply chain. My role is really to use them more for research projects. So I usually access NAS data when I need them for some specific purpose, but that actually happens really frequently because I use NAS data on milk production, milk prices, and dairy products in cold storage for nearly everything that I work on. As one uh, short example, when we were back in the uh, early stages of the COVID pandemic in 2020, the NAS data on production, particularly for cheese and for butter, were really far away from what we might have expected for that time of year. And that actually gave us a very uh, much enhanced understanding of the impacts on the food service sector and retail demand that was going on. We had a lot of closures. So that was a very shock type situation in the marketplace. But having that information was kind of really crucial for thinking about what might happen next. Right. In a time of crisis, we were turning to know the data and kind of understand the, the story of what was going on. Greg, how are the dairy reports utilized by USDA and probably more in particular, how are the reports used with policymakers? Sure. Data from the reports is used in determining farm bill policies, that type of thing. As I mentioned earlier, it's important important to measure the economic health of dairy farmers and to make sure the products are available for the public to consume. And as Chuck mentioned too, is like it's important to see what supplies are out there. Do we have enough dairy products in the, for people to consume or is there a shortage, that type of thing, and are they getting the right people? And if there's a surplus built up, then policymakers through different programs offer cheese and milk products at, at steep discounts to bring down the price and help uh, create demand. 
Chuck, if you could wrap up the dairy streamlet just by sharing what trends from the National Agricultural Statistics Service surveys that you're keeping an eye on in the future. Early here in 2023, I'm particularly interested in looking at uh, the margin of the milk price over feed costs. Think about one example as dairy margin coverage. There are others that we could think about. Uh, but that's kind of a key indicator of the economic health of the dairy industry. Uh, but it also is going to be part of the context as we go into the process of setting up the 2023 Farm Bill, because usually the current state of agriculture has some influence on what people think is really necessary to do with that future legislation. So that's kind of one thing that I think is pretty important. Another thing that I like to keep track of on a regular basis is really the amount of uh, dairy products that we have in cold storage or we have in inventory, especially relative to demand and especially to butter and cheese. And I like to look at that because it suggests something about future price movements uh, coming up in coming months. Uh, and it also tells us something when we look at it in the longer term about inventory management strategies of dairy companies and co-ops and also something about the resilience of the dairy supply chain if we're subjected to some future shocks. Our topic today is how USDA generates dairy reports and the impact on dairy markets. Our guests are Greg Bussler, the state statistician for the National Agricultural Statistics Service, and Chuck Nicholson, associate professor in the Department of Agricultural and Applied Economics and the Department of Animal and Dairy Science at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. You can listen to this full episode, and I highly recommend that you check it out. If this topic interests you, it is available on February 8th. I'm Joanna Guza. Thanks for tuning in to the Dairy Streamlit. The Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative would like to thank you for listening to Dairy Stream. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe and rate Dairy Stream. We value your feedback. And if there's something you'd like to hear, email us at podcast at dairyforward.com.